Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the My Talk 1071 roulette wheel of hosts. That's what we do during the holidays. I am Miss Shannon, neither Donna nor Steve. Rocco, you remember that voice because he's been in since like I think 2 a.m. Uh, so he's been hanging out here all day. Uh, and with me today, my best friend in the whole wide world. Uh, also, as Rocco mentioned, somebody that he knows from middle school, grade school, junior high, junior high, grade. way back in the day. My bestie, the very funny, the very talented Tiffany Norton. Good morning, Tiff. Good morning. Thank you so much much for having me, inviting me to the party. Oh, you are quite welcome. You are quite welcome. And so uh, it's good to hang out with you. Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, uh, Tiffany not only is my best friend, we uh, do a lot of comedy shows together. We uh, do a live um, stream podcast every Sunday. If you're ever interested in on the social medias, you can watch our Black Unicorn and White Witch podcast um, that we <laughs> are basically going to do today because it's kind of a, a, a pop culture podcast anyway, right, Tiff? Yeah, basically. Or whatever just happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, anything shiny that just flew past our eyes we'll talk about whatever <laughs> right and we get to do it so you get to see little bits and pieces of our home quite often cyclone kid my kiddo uh jumps in and, and hijacks everything so uh it's gonna be a good day it's gonna be a good day we're happy to see everybody here don't worry donna and steve are just vacationing so you get a lot of the rest of us yes <laughs> this week best of us for the rest of us exactly exactly so rocco i didn't hear this part uh this morning how was your holiday oh thanks were you, for asking I know you were on the yep. road it was fun my dad lives down in uh peoria illinois and uh that's always a fun time i get to be uh i have uh some brothers that you know we have my dad's been remarried a couple times so i have some half brothers and a stepsister and we it's kind of my tribe you know? okay and so we went down there and then uh, my wife noticed that um one of her favorite acts jeff tweedy from wilco was doing a show in chicago and oh, it's wow. only like two and a half hours from peoria so we're like Hey, could we ditch our kid uh, here for like a 24 hours so we can go to Chicago? Yeah. And so, yeah, my wife and I had a little Chicago jaunt. Oh, fun. Got some shopping done and ate some Chicago foods and saw a concert. and Lovely. Um, So that was my Christmas. And then we actually drove home yesterday through a bit of an ice storm yeah. in uh, in through Iowa and made it home kind of white knuckled, but we here. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Glad you're here safe. Uh, Cyclo Kid and I pretty much just hunkered down during the holiday. We did not go anywhere. So people came and visited us and then we just 
did our normal thing. Uh, but Tiffany, you went to, you were playing stadium yesterday. I did. This is your first Vikings game that you actually saw in person? No, 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 no. I've seen the Vikings. This is the first time at the new uh, stadium. Okay, gotcha. I've never mm-hmm. been to the stadium before. And man, that is impressive. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is where my, ta- my tax dollars went. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'm like, that one's mine. That little seat over there, that's mine. <laughs> write my name on it in Sharpie. We put so many tax dollars into that one. I think you <laughs> only get like a leg of a seat. Yeah, right. I got a thing. Like, right. It took a lot of our money. I got part of a handrail. <laughs> well, I know you were the whole reason, not only uh, because um, I, I love you deeply and you're my best friend, but you were the only reason I stopped complaining about how much I disliked the Vikings. Thank because you. I used to clown them for years, Rocco. I was oh, like, because really? I'm a Packer fan. So I always what? would like, yeah. yeah. And so I would clown the Vikings. And then I became best friends with this young, this woman. And she was like emotionally wounded by yeah. it. So I just... <laughs> I know, I'm like, this hurts. You, this is hurting me. Right? And so, so then she gave me a bunch of Christmas ornaments a couple yes. of years ago that someone had given her because they like, were Vikings. And she's like, I don't want them, but I'm not going to throw them away. You don't throw away Christmas ornaments. So no. they, they now beautify my tree. But that was actually really that was reciprocal because years and years and years ago, Rocco, I my uh, my ex-husband, and I our house got robbed. Okay. And one of the things they stole was all of our holiday decorations out of the garage. So mean. And so um, Tiffany was the the impetus like she restarted our whole holiday decoration so i still have those things so i thought it was only fair that i'm like you may have all these things because they will be emotionally joyous to you yes and i don't care (laughs) so at all yeah so congratulations your team did not do well yesterday no they didn't win but they did appropriate for them yeah they they did what they do i I was there for the experience and for the party and and it looked like you had a good time it was very jovial and then there was corgi races Oh, oh, I heard that. It was adorable. And Paul Allen, by the way. Yes. Man. Is he good? Guys. He was always good when I hear him on the radio do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, a lot of guys have been growing their hair out because this pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Mm. It's just like all white now and then the dark eyebrows. I was I was watching him more than the corgis. Okay. Were you near the press box or are you tight, you know, with people? That, were you in the press box? No, I wasn't. In the press <laughs> box. No. No, no, I was not. I was watching him on the big screen from my nosebleed seats. The only ones I could afford. That COVID hairdo worked on him. Yeah, it did. A lot of us changed our hair. Rocco, you grew grew yours out. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. you were growing yours out a little bit anyway, but I feel like COVID gave you an excuse to maintain it. And I think at one point I went mullet, you know, Mm -hmm. Tiffany. I liked the mullet. mullet. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm sad I missed the uh, the resurgence of that look. (laughs) Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, kind of now it's just kind of longish, but yeah. (laughs) I thought the mullet was fine, but I was clearly, as far as everybody here at my talk. Oh, that's right. You defended it. I, I remember yes, that. Thank I you. was I was a fan of it. Everybody else was like, if you don't stop, this is why you're only on Sundays. <laughs> and so they're like, you may go back to Sundays, Miss Shannon. Nobody else wants your vote on his hair. And so I'm like, okay, well done. That's there all right. Go. That works. That works. So, okay. So the other thing that I did, and, I, and, and you can always follow all of us on social media because we're very interesting. Um, so you can, <laughs> so you, can interesting. you can watch Rocco and I talk about Pokemon Go and all this stuff. But the big thing that happened in my house, because, uh, okay, I am not from here. I didn't grow up here. My kid, though, did. So he is very Minnesota. So Mm -hmm. that whole nature versus nurture, I just think it's both for him. He grew up here. He's very what you would think would be a typical Minnesota boy. So last night, while everybody else was like going, okay, snowpocalypse, we're going to hide out in the house. And Rocco was driving back in a blizzard. My kid decided he was going to put on his basketball shorts 
his um, snow boots and his jacket and just hang out in the snow. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like the worst you know parent. <laughs> I feel like that's abuse, even though he insisted upon it. it well, you know, it, it's 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 one of those people. Do you, you have those in your life? Those people that say, I don't feel cold. He never feels cold. I'm cold in a second. Oh. I feel like he thinks that my house is a tropical paradise. And so I said paradise. He doesn't. He thinks it's just like it's a, probably a sauna as far as he's concerned. Yeah. Because he is always any excuse to not be up in the house. So I think I maybe for Minnesota men keep my house too warm. That's what I'm thinking. It probably. is warm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My old man was from Florida originally mm-hmm. and he moved to Minnesota specifically because he hated Florida because he hated being hot. Gotcha. Hated being hot and would go outside in the winter in shorts, no shirt, and just stand out there. You could just see the steam rising off of him. <laughs> Because he's like, it's too hot in here. <laughs> and that's my kid now. He's like, outside. And then I put on what I thought was the appropriate coat, mm-hmm. and that was too much coat. Yeah. He obviously wanted, he like he specifically requested his yellow jacket, which I call a jacket. I thought it was coat weather. Mm-hmm. I lost that argument, obviously. We, we need to get him a kimono. Just like a little little hmm. robe. He might like that with the fun flowy sleeves. He can just kind of play Lord Maybe. of the Snow outside. He's very swish pants and basketball shorts kid, though. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Anytime I try to do anything that's not swish pants or basketball shorts, I get vetoed. Yeah, he and doesn't like just, the fitted stuff. No, he's not a skinny jeans kid. No, oh, my kid has never worn jeans. No. I mean, I wore, I live in jeans. But yeah. yeah, it's always that been athletic pants. Right, and similar. He just, you know, it's like put a coat on, dude. And you he's know? like no coat. Like what is? It's been like that since birth. <laughs> right, like, my kid. Put too. on mittens. Put on gloves. What are you doing? Like no, like he'll put. Yeah, like, I haven't gotten a pair of gloves on him in at least three years. Really? Yeah. Huh. I buy them and he just disposes of them. Like not even does he leave them places like outside of the house, like in the house, like he like hides them like Easter eggs. And I don't know. They just he disappears <laughs> the mittens and the gloves in the house. So I can't even go. You should put these on as you go outside. He's like, I don't know where those things went. Yep. So he's like, I guess they're gone. Yeah, they were. The, the ghost took them. He'll do the he'll do a hat. He'll do the hat okay. on occasion. He'll do the hat. He did the hat yesterday. And that was cool. And then I, I found a scarf that he will tolerate for approximately 35 seconds. And so that's it. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. So you're not wrapping him up like Ralphie on Christmas nope. Story. Okay. Nope. Nope. Not working at all. Or and not Ralphie, the little brother, yeah. whatever it was. Rocco, what's the little brother's name? You, I don't, you know, I watched about five minutes there last week. but I, don't <laughs> I thought that was a trivia question that you gave me. Uh, I forgot. Probably. <laughs> I watched like the Dakota ring scene uh, where he gets the little orphan Annie message. Oh yeah, but uh, okay, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, we did watch Elf. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to what we, what pop culture we consumed over the uh, yes Christmas here. Did you? I, do? I I did a variety of Christmas movies I had not seen mm. uh, with a particular actor that I did not know had so many Christmas movies. I was surprised. I was surprised. We could talk about them when we get back. Okay, Rocco. Here's what I think you should do. I think you should look for that. And when we come back, we are going to keep some of the benchmarks for Donna. And Steve. So we do have a couple of things out there that made us go, hmm, although we are neither Donna nor Steve. But I am Shannon. That's Tiffany Norton and Rocco. We'll be right back on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the My Talk 107.1 roulette wheel of holiday hosts. I am Shannon with Tiffany Norton and my good friend, uh, producer Rocco over there. Donna and Steve are enjoying an extended holiday. Don't worry, they will be back to help you ring in the new year next um, uh, week. In the meantime, we are going to keep some of their traditions. Don't worry, we're not throwing it all out the window, even though that would kind of be fun, but that'd also be a lot of work. So I know we have some things that we were going to uh, talk about, right, Rocco? We got that things that make you go. Things that make you go. All right, all right, Tiffany, you have this first one yes. uh, that we have there about um, 
uh, some things going down in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is a professor, a Japanese professor, and he unveiled his latest innovation. It's a TV with a screen that viewers can taste. <laughs> Which, if you really watch a lot of Food Network, then that's great. And especially since you're somebody who is a, a baker by nature, yeah. then that's good for you because then people can taste it. It's true. I find this incredibly disgusting. It, well, you know, at first I was like, this is a fake headline. There's no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just got people to stop licking doorknobs. Remember yeah, when exactly. that was a thing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, don't be encouraging people. Yeah. But yeah, this guy is an associate professor in the School of Science and Technology. And he wanted to do this. And he has created a combination of 10 flavors mm-hmm. um, that you can mix together to kind of mirror the food being pictured on the screen. And then there's a film. Yes. Basically, the flavor gets dispensed onto a film that slides over the screen, allowing viewers to taste the food they're seeing. I just think that how distracting would that be? Because you have to one, most people don't even have the right kind of things to be able to do 3D like that kind of thing right. to see things in three dimensions. Right. Then now that we're going to add in a fourth dimension that you can actually taste a thing. I just think that the bootleg versions of these things yeah. are going to murder people. Well, like there's clearly going to be people that just have toxic versions <laughs> of these things. There's some like pseudo swells. Exactly. Up. They're like, Oh, I didn't know that it was all made with a peanut thing. Like there's just so many ways that this can go awry. Well, and then what if you have that in your house and your mm-hmm. kid is used to licking the TV and then goes to his friend's house <laughs> and it's like, not, not the licking TV. <laughs> and they're like, what is wrong with your child? And no, he can't come over anymore. And it's just their fault for having a cheap television. Right. She's like, well, why don't you have the licking TV? Yeah. Like, didn't we? I thought all of his friends I don't were like the, doing well enough that they had the licking TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the idea of someone watching one of my baking episodes though, and then licking my face. You don't? No. Well, they're not supposed to lick your face, right? But you know what I mean? Just the visual of it. Like, oh, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It does kind of harken back to when we were young uh, lasses and we would have that uh, lip smackers. Oh, yeah. um, Like uh, body bell. Yes. And those kind of thing. So maybe that I like that idea. Maybe instead that certain shows, they should send you a kit that you could go. Okay, you are going to watch this kit. Yep. We'll send you the things so that you can have the, you know, like maybe a little dropper with the essence of the flavors. Sure. So you could pretend. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But apparently this guy says it is sanitary. Like once How? Well, I don't know. But he said when the, <laughs> when the thing, when the thing, when you're done with the sheet, I guess it goes away or whatever. Like that paper when you go to the doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like the little sheet. There's just like a roll. <laughs> you're and supposed they just, to only you know, lick it once. Yeah. They just rip it off like a, like a tinfoil. Which I think would be again, fine. But how many friends do we have that use daily wear contacts and wear them for like two, three months at a time because yeah. they're cheap? Yeah. So... <laughs> Just ask it. Just keep rinsing it out. No, no, that it's still got good licks. Use the other side. There's still plenty of flavor on that. I got some cinnamon off that last hit. <laughs> You're just imagining that it still has flavor on it. You know, like you know, our kids uh, when we were like young and they would water down the Kool-Aid for you if you grew up in a poor neighborhood. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, so I could see like us out there trying to like make it last. Like you get one lick, yep. a half a lick. Yep. Not a full lick. No. You go through that paper too quick. Yep. Mm. But, you know, I mean, if you want to lose weight. And you still want to have Thanksgiving dinner and just lick it. <laughs> Get up that uh, one of those uh, um, like a Yule log yeah. type thing yeah. that's there so you can have that and that can do the smell meter so you can have it. The Yule log will actually smell like a fireplace. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then you can have the Thanksgiving dinner thing. Yeah. And you just take a couple little licks off of it. Mm-hmm. And move on. Okay, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. All right, my story is slightly uh, morbid, but only kind of, because it does talk about inventors and inventors who are like, I'm so proud of this particular thing that I made that I'm going to make sure that it goes on after I die. And so what I have is a list of three inventors that were then turned into the thing that they made or utilized the thing that they made after they passed on. I know you're making that furrowed brow thing that I've seen you do before, but it makes sense. Stay with me. Okay, so, all right. The first, it turns out that the inventor of the Frisbee, Frisbee golf, was turned into a Frisbee after he passed. And so Edward Hedrick, he invented the game of Frisbee golf, and so he made one of his dying wishes that his family would cremate him and mold his remains into a Frisbee. And then his quote was, when we die, we don't go to purgatory. We just land up on the roof and lay there. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. Yeah, what if he just gets in a tree right away and they're like, well, that was it. That's where he wanted to be. Yep. He was meant to be there. The second one, the Pringles, Pringles innovator was buried in a Pringles can. Oh, you can't get him back out of that. (laughs) No. You ever tried to get things out of the bottom of a Pringles can? So Fred Bauer, the Procter & Gamble employee who devised the idea of stacking Pringles into cans, he decided that uh, upon his death, they wanted to not have an urn. Instead, he asked that his family bury him in one of these signature cans. And so there he is out there. And here's our last one that we hear. Okay. Renato Bialatti, the guy who popularized the stovetop. And then he ended up making like coffee that you could buy in a can. Oh, okay. And so that's what he actually did. And so when he died in 2016 at the age of 93, mm-hmm. his ashes were placed in one of his pots and they buried, buried him next to his late wife. Oh. Which is kind of sweet. That's cute. And it yeah. saves money. Yeah. I mean, and I just thought this was interesting because you and I have already had this conversation about where, where whether we care what happens to us after we die. And I kind of didn't. And you were like, no, I have specific plans. And I thought that was fascinating that you're like, I'm like, well, you sh- I'm glad we talked about this because I was not going to do any of the things that you had suggested that we do when you die. Yeah. Well, and now you made and now I know there's a list and there's an expectation. So you don't haunt me. There's a, well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and I wouldn't I mean, I would haunt you like in a good haunting. But- <laughs> Not a mean haunting. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Yeah. You're doing, hey, don't, you're, you're, there's toilet paper on the bottom of your shoe haunting.
I like that. That works. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you listening to Donna and Steve's show. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Tiffany Norton. We're here with producer Rock on When We Get Back. Special guests. All the energy is coming into the studio with Matt Belanger here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon hanging out here on behalf of Donna and Steve with my bestie, comedian Tiffany Norton and producer Rocco. And now we have even more company. Good morning. Do we have a thingy? Oh, we don't yet. No. Okay. Uh, no We're no thingy. We just, well, okay, we'll just do that. We'll say Matt Belanger. Do you want okay, to practice it? <laughs> okay. Um, he, he wants it to be um, uh, to be? manic, like a like spoof manic, of manic Monday. Monday. Like we're talking oh, okay. with Matt on Monday. You want to try oh, it together? Okay. okay. Ready? One, two, three. Talking, talking with Matt on Monday. Ooh. Oh, you did the O's yeah, and everything. Yeah. He's stopping by to say hey. Ooh. He's stopping by to say hey. Yeah. All right. With right. things you need to know today. Oh. oh. You got the hands going, girl. I was ready. I was was doing my shoe bop dance over here for you. So was Miss Tiffany. Miss Shannon, honey, it's gonna be you and me the rest of the week. Yeah, basically, largely. So that's gonna we're gonna have fun. So Matt, I know I got a little uh, peek at some of your stories today, and Rocco gave us a taste test of one of your stories. So can we jump to that one first? The weather. Yes, the weather is coming, y'all. Listen, (laughs) listen, and Minnesotans, we are hardy people. You know that we know cold we know snow today was like nothing right you know you wake up it's like whatever my kid was out in his basketball shorts at 2 a.m that's what i'm talking <laughs> exactly. about he's ready, ready that's what i'm talking about this 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 is gonna this is gonna put you to the test <laughs> listen new year's okay. day saturday mm-hmm. the high from the esteemed meteorologist jonathan uhas that rocco was just talking about yes is a big old goose egg the mm-hmm. high temperature mm-hmm. is zero so those overnight lows is uh, way below zero right wind chills negative 20s negative 30s okay but not cold enough that they make us keep our children home See, is what i hope thing. is that cause probably I, not okay because that was i, I don't remember because it's been a while because then we had a whole year where it didn't matter what the temperature was you got to keep them home anyway well, that's the thing so i'm thinking it used to be like 30 below I think it's 30 below it was 30 below where they were like you keep your child because yeah. they might get the weather is literally going to harm them yeah. if you send them out to try and go to school i think what's interesting though is this is that lost week between christmas and new year's so like a lot of people are out anyway yeah. you know but also in this new age of learn from home with your tablet or whatever <laughs> so you still have school you don't, i mean it doesn't do even it. right you got Man, <laughs> i don't want there to you do go, the school girl. anymore i do not i do not you got to get your ti 83 no. graphing calculator miss <laughs> shannon not. out i do not want to do any more of school i want to <laughs> him to i want the weather to be appropriate so i can about. safely transport him back to school on january 3rd and but, that is what i'm looking you for you know the news you can use for this though, okay like Matt's mm-hmm. telling us it's going to be cold this week that's fine yeah. so wednesday really starts downhill slide what you need to know is that the weekend friday saturday sunday Mm -hmm. that's the really extreme cold and what you can do now is just make sure you're ready like double check around the house you know make sure everything's buttoned up and ready to go for that extreme cold so you don't get any frozen pipes or all these things here's what i'm gonna say check it out i'm gonna say that you want to get your last go out of the house thing out of your system so shameless plug tiffany and i have a comedy Mm -hmm. show on friday night come hang out with us get yourself some hot toddies get some laughs and then hunker down for the rest of the week that's what you should do do. And that's, the new year with you're us. doing a new oh you're doing New Year's Eve show. Yes, Look at that. Mm-hmm. yes. I can't so think out. of a better way. Exactly. So we'll just we'll well before we it all. gets too cold to leave the house, you come out and you see us on Friday night. So we we're ready for it. Need laughs. Thank you, Matt. Twenty twenty two. I'm gonna label it. It's gonna be the year of laughter. We yes. gotta we gotta have 
something good. I like that. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, Doug, you want to go forward to your first one about yeah. some prices going up I for love us? when you drive the bus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this, let's all just be honest. Yes. This is Miss Shannon's bus. Yep. And you just need to sit down and, sh- you know. If that was not the expectation, you received the email. You could have said, but I will drive this. I sent an email to everyone clearly saying that the bus was going to be driven by Miss Shannon this week. Lots of people had yep. plenty of time to pull that little ding, ding. No, and no. Go, I'm off. And she's not accepting any transfers. <laughs> no bus transfers. No, no. Once you're on, you're on. It's like speed. Remember the, remember speed where the pedals wedged down? We're like, if we stop, the, we blow up. The Let's bus go. is on two wheels <laughs> anyway uh number one back to number one are you going on a vacation you got plans anybody anybody doing anything because uh pass- not, not, go, ahead. go ahead go no, ahead no but i was gonna say passport prices go up today oh okay it hasn't changed in a while but mm-hmm. it, 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 starting today so it's official now if you mm-hmm. go to a, if you have to renew your passport you want to get a passport for the first time um they're going up you're going to pay twenty dollars more oh okay. and so the new fee and they say this is for um an added security fee. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of checking and a lot of scrubbing that goes into giving out passports because they are kind of a primo yes. security identifying document, the mm-hmm. government says. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to pay 165 now to get a new passport, a renewal 130, and if you have some kids under 16, you need a passport for them, it's 135. I thought that more people, there was an uptick in people getting passports yeah. because of the complicated driver's license that people were getting. We're like, well, if I'm going to jump through the hoops to get the complicated driver's license, might as well. I might yeah. as well get the passport Because as well. that also works. Right. And so, you know, then no matter what, it's the real ID that you're talking about. Exactly. The mm-hmm. hands or the exuberant or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Yeah, Swear no, I, I agree. Because yeah. uh-huh. the passport is kind of like the word, you know, that is it and accepted no matter what. So, yeah, some people are going to be doing that. And also, I think a lot of people have bottled up vacations. Fair enough. That yes. That they have been sitting on because, you know, you know, you get trips canceled and then the pandemic mm-hmm. and then everybody's got these credits. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. So now, listen, if you're in a hurry and you're trying to go somewhere in January and you need that passport, you can do rush processing. It's an extra $65. Ah. Um, but you can try to get your passport back in five to seven weeks rather than eight to 11. So, yeah, if you're going somewhere in the second week of January, you're kind of out of luck. Yeah. You I should have your passport already. Anyway. Right. You know, I <laughs> uh, my passport got renewed a couple of years ago, but that's just because. I met a guy who was like from Ireland and he's like, hey, maybe we'd go on a trip. And I'm like, I'm feeling optimistic today. And so I went out. I never went on that trip, but I was like, who knows? Another gentleman of some sort of not American nature might offer to take me someplace. So I'm going to get this passport. Yes, you got to be ready. Ah, yes. When, when and so now like, when she goes to the bar, right. she's all, I'm all like, flip, flip. She also go. has her carry on pack. <laughs> yes, she does. She brings it on dates. <laughs> exactly. Oh, don't mind me. In, I roll in and I just put, you know, pop got, my pumps up on it. She got go her ahead. four ounce liquids and her Ziploc baggie, that court size baggie. You have to be ready. She's these ready. Days. Life is short, Matt. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Men preach. We should have a little passport photo uh, comparison. Oh, I tomorrow. like that. We'll I'll do show that you mine. Bring mine. Yes. I look. I look terrible. I'll just take a picture of it on your cell phone. Oh, mine is totally nuts. You're gonna laugh. You're okay, gonna, you're <laughs> that'll be laugh. good tomorrow. Everybody mm-hmm. has something to tune into. Number three, mm-hmm. holiday returns. This is this is tis the season now to okay. take back that ugly thing that you got <laughs> that you don't want. Thanks, Grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Appreciate it. Love yes. these footy uh, Easter bunny pajamas that mm-hmm. you got me. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what the kid got in Christmas Story? Yep. Mm-hmm. That movie, the big. Oh, by the pajamas. way, I didn't announce it. The oh, name yeah. is Randy. Randy, oh. the younger brother, because we were trying to figure out his name earlier, and we all got stumped. Oh, all I know stopped. is you'll shoot your. 
your eye out. That's all. That's all I know. That's all. <laughs> anyway, today's return season, and the old uh, rules still apply. Obviously, okay. so you got to have a gift receipt. So every retailer has a different rule. Mm-hmm. You got to have a gift receipt if you're going to take back and hopefully get your money back. If you don't have the gift receipt, you might have to live with store credit. Yes. Also, keep in mind with a lot of electronics and certain things, you can't even open the box. So oh, don't like open okay. the box and then check it out and then decide you want to return it because you might have to pay a restocking fee. They might not take it back at all if you open it up. So just be really careful about that. Don't go ripping it open and then say, I don't want it. No. Make a decision before. Mm -hmm. Um, However, the news this year is that a lot of uh, big retailers, Target's one that comes to mind, but also Amazon, they're extending the window that they're allowing you to bring things back so you don't have to rush out in this nastiness on the roads today. Yes. Because uh, like uh, Target, for example, and Amazon, they're letting people return from way back. Okay. Uh, Amazon, I know in particular, from October. Things bought back in October, oh. you have until the end of January to return. Wonderful. Yeah, but I still haven't even gotten my stuff I ordered in October. Well, Maybe oh, that's why, enough. because of the supply chain. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. There was... I, I had one thing this... It. Yeah, I had one thing this summer. I ordered it in May, and it arrived in September. Gotcha. Yeah, so they're like, okay, we're just going to trickle this out. Yeah. And who knows, maybe we'll just forget to even like return it. We'll just give it to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, <gasps> by then. You don't do that, do you? I absolutely do. Why do you sound so shy? You're a regifter? Absolutely. Sometimes oh. I'm like, this was not supposed to be for me. This was supposed to be for Lisa. Are you? You know, kind of thing. Lisa whoa, whoa. needed this. I have so many questions. Are you transparent about your regifting? Yeah. I don't pretend. I was like, hey, I got this and I don't really need it or <laughs> oh. it's not right for me. And I go here, but it would. You may, you know, I am blessing you with this thing. I don't need. I'm going to give you yeah. a re-gift, actually, mm-hmm. in a little bit. But it's it's lovely. It's my mother, but she, my mother bought all these little cute Christmas hand towels. But I already have two sets of the exact same towels. Right. So you just give them to somebody else that okay. you know to use it. As long as you're transparent about it. Oh, yeah. Because I don't like wrapping it like, back like, up and I go, got this specially no, for you, no. honey. You know, and if they're like, what? No. I just want to make sure somebody uses it. And if my- I'm not going to use it, it can still go to, like... I give it to my sisters or somebody else and that, that I care about. And, and Tiffany's gotten this stuff from me before. I'm oh, like, yeah. here's an extra crock pot that I got and I don't need it here. You may have this. Do you want a crock pot? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And I always ask. Do, do you want it? You, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I could That's use one. Good. Then it goes over there. Yep. There you go. Isn't that the point, though? I think sometimes it's just to make sure that things are being used by people who could use them. And so sometimes mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. or. You know, my we were very fortunate, and my kid got a bunch of toys that he wouldn't necessarily use. So I right away go, okay, where can I donate this? Who can I give this to? Who can I do it? You know, yeah. where can it go? Because it doesn't need to just sit up and get dusty or broken or or the on the, the, the shelf of misfit toys in our house. I might as well give it to somebody else. I heard an awesome thing uh, mm-hmm. uh, for, to help parents out with the toy overload. Yes. The toy The toy volcano that happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, technically this was kind of supposed to happen for like Christmas Eve, but I think you could probably still pull this off at your house if you really kind of just spin it the right way. Mm-hmm. But they suggested that you, you get your kids and then you're by the Christmas tree and you get all the toys out that they already have. And then you say, Tell me which of these, you know, you don't play with anymore, and we're going to put those under the tree to make way for the new toys that Santa's going to bring. And and then, you know, you kind of get those kids in the thinking of donating, helping other people. So you say, which of these do you not want anymore? Because we got to make space for what Santa's going to bring. I think that's a good way to start that conversation. Santa came already. But you can still go, hey, here's the great things you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say this, though. That reminds me a little bit of one of the plot lines in Mommy Dearest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
because she she has the beautiful Boy, you're party. you're twisted and I love it. <laughs> yeah, she has the beautiful party and then her mom is like, what's your favorite present? And she's like, this one. She's like, well, then that's the one you can keep. Oh, wow. And she gives all the rest to kids that are needy kids. But the kid's like, what? <laughs> That, okay, that so we don't so need to be up. we don't need to do so harsh like that. Yeah, no, but, no, 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 no. Okay, but, but you know, you, five or, or however many presents they got. If you want to be real bold, however many gifts they got for Christmas, they got to choose that many to, to go live, to, give to somebody yeah. else. I love that idea. Because otherwise, you could have a bedroom stuffed full of kids' toys, oh and the door's gosh. not even going to close. You should see our basement <laughs> playroom. Uh, so yeah. I am totally fine yeah. with. Uh, sometimes they need to go to somebody else, and that's fine. And just you know, we need to make good choices. I mm-hmm. like it. So mm-hmm. speaking of good choices, yes, so I get to ma'am. hang out with you tomorrow, right, Mr. Bell? That's correct. I'll be back. Yay. Yeah. I'm excited. You got good big plans for the rest of the day? Uh, well, I'm going to buzz that back downstairs, and I'll be on the news, Channel 5, 11 a.m. for you. Got Thank an hour news. You. Thank you very much. We appreciate you, Matt. We will see you again tomorrow. Okay. Giant hugs with all of the energy. Hugs, and keep that bus on the road, Miss Shannon. I will. I will. <laughs> I'll Thank make you. a sound effect of that with the <laughs> Shannon bus. <laughs> Just a clip from that movie with the speed and them on that bus swinging in circles at the airport. Okay, have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. It's the Donna and Steve Show. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Tiffany Norton here, producer rocker. Matt is on his way out, but when we get back, we have some, some bad behavior out there. So if you see something, say something here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Don and Steve Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. We appreciate you wherever and whenever and however you listen. I am Miss Shannon. In for Donna or Steve. Uh, also in for Donna or Steve. Miss <laughs> Tiffany Norton, my friend. In for himself, uh, producer Rocco. Got to think. So this is the last show that you have to do today, though, right? Right. Uh, you know, not to complain. Then I got to do my other job, which is production director for the station. But, you know, it's it's fine. Okay. I was saying, you know, during when the pandemic started, Dawn would do this. Absolutely. Work both shows mm-hmm. and then do all the work. And so this is just my way of paying back the universe <laughs> for all the work that Dawn <laughs> and Holly did. Holly would do the afternoon, like noon to six and then all the stuff. So. Here I am. Right. And I'm having fun. I okay. might need a little more coffee, but I'm having fun. You guys oh. are fun. Oh, thank you very much. You and I have to do a Pokemon trade before yes, I leave we today. Do. We have to do that. He and I are Pokemon friends. Yes. And, and we're so lucky we friends. So we're we get lucky something friends. good out of it. There's a very special sure. holiday thing going on right now for oh. all the Pokemon Go people out there. Come so on, we're Tiffany. very excited. You're not a Pokemoner? I did you know, it for like 15 minutes. I did it for a little while. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I would basically just do it in downtown St. Paul where I live. And then I just kept catching the exact same ones over and over again. And I'm like, ah, it's boring. You yeah. know, a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, hate, you know, they'd started at first. They're like, this is fun. And then it kind of sucked and they gave up. And I came in late. And mm-hmm. I think the company, you know, made changes based on the original feedback Correct. That, that this sucks. They're like, no, it's not. And then they made changes and now it's cool again. Right. And it like it does ebb and flow. It ebbs and flow. I and so. I had stopped playing uh, aggressively for a while because the company made another game that was similar. And instead of being a Pokemon trainer, I was a wizard. But they're shutting that game down. And so I'm like, well, I went back to Pokemon. So <laughs> why, why are they shutting down the wizard game? Because the wizard game was not making as much money as the oh, Pokemon game. Okay. The yeah. Wizard game was still making a lot of money for a mobile game, but yeah. not nearly as much money as Pokemon Go. Pokemon <laughs> Go is making ridiculous, crazy money for there, this company. There's never been a lot of money in wizardry. Anyway. <laughs> no, nope. you know, you're just basically in the woods. Exactly. You know? Or even if you're the wizard of a town, like we did a story about a, 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 a town wizard in, I believe, New Zealand. And after 20 years, the town was finally stopping hiring him. 
Like they finally just they're like, you know what? They're outsourcing. They're it. like they're like no more town wizard, and so they let this Gandalf dude go. And I was actually kind of sad on his behalf. I'm like, I, first of all, I didn't know that was a gig. Yeah. And it was such a long running gig, and now this poor Gandalf dude is like, well, I will always be a wizard at heart. I'm like, as you should be. Yeah. Well, good luck if get your own tree bark. Right. And roots. who's gonna protect this whole thing and stand yeah. at the the base of the at the front of the town and go, you shall not pass. Who else? Okay. Now you just got to get a regular traffic cop. I think the wizard was much more effective. I want to apply for that job. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Too late. Maybe yeah. they need a wizard of St. Paul. Why we not? We know the mayor. Let's just send him a message. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, we'll just say, what's up? Hey, Mr. Carter. We'll do a protection spell. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Around the entire city. <laughs> if that works, I mean, yeah, you got a job for life. Exactly. You kind of can't prove that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It's <laughs> not so like, look, well done. Here's my invoice. Yeah. I think that works. <laughs> that works. Hey, Rocco, yes. um, I have some stories that I think that we could uh, talk about some people out there doing some crazy things out in the world. So, uh, how about... Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you, you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, let's start with this story just because we all happen to be parents here in the room this morning. So this is the story of a mom, and here's what a mom decided to do on Christmas Eve because her 16-year-old son broke her golden rule of staying out past 11 p.m. So that was the curfew in the house. So the 60-year-old comes home late. She had already, as she put it on her uh, on this Reddit post, locked up the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is it a fortress? But okay. So she locked up the house. So when he came home at 11 o'clock, he was unable to get in. So he called because he is he has a cell phone. She answered the phone and said, no, you're late. I've already locked up the house. You can stay out back in the treehouse. Yep. So she sent him out to the backyard and made him sleep outside in the treehouse. And then finally, once it became morning, they unlocked the house on Christmas Day. He came in, was tired and crabby, went and went back to sleep. And basically slept through Christmas because she told him he had to sleep outside. Now, here's the question. And this is what it was going around out on the interwebs. Is this mom crazy pants? And was she out of line by saying, here's the rule. You broke it. Here's the consequence in this particular consequence. And I think no. No. I think no. And I'll explain why, too. The mother part of the story, too, is that she had called the child 10 times. Mm Mm-hmm. And they did not answer. Right. And then they tried to say, oh, the, my, my phone is on the wrong time. Right. <laughs> and then that, per, that kid was out on a date with someone that they hadn't approved and didn't know yet mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I'm a fan of consequences for children that you don't prepare them for. Right. I think they're more effective that way. It's not like I don't like the threatening. Right. You knew the rule. Mm-hmm. You broke it. Called you 10 times. Didn't call me back. I'm not saying you don't live here anymore, but you know. Now, to also, she she does sound like she put bedding out there and some yeah, other stuff. Blankets. Yeah, so she was like, "Here, I prepared your yeah. spot." Yeah. So it wasn't a doghouse; it was a treehouse. And where was this? It wasn't like Canada. Or no, something. no. So she like you know set him up and said, "You're oh, you're okay." Um, I I think that this was excessive here's i i think take the phone you can't leave the house you know all that kind of stuff a grounding is appropriate but saying i mean that whole staying outside thing 
it's the kind of thing that my mom would have done to me as a kid. And yeah. I'm like, and that's how people get snatched. Like, I think it's like, I think there's other ways to go ahead and explain. We have rules and you need to follow them. And I'm in charge of stuff. This I'm like, okay. So I, I, I think there's, it, it seems excessively weird and harsh, like weirdly harsh. Well, you know, I mean, I can see your point. I can see the point of the people online and stuff like that. But I mean, how do you punish a child that they really, really, really get the message and you're not doing anything as far as like, you know, corporal punishment or anything right. like that? I mean, this definitely I, I don't think this kid's going to be late for a while. <laughs> and then you're also getting all the other children in line. They're like, oh, see what happened to him. He had to sleep out in the tree. I don't see. And I I disagree. I feel like it's making you unsafe to prove a point when there's other things that would be equally because if because there's so many other layers that are not archaic like me to me throwing him into the backyard seems archaic or anything where it's like okay you made it home but you didn't make it home correctly so I'm not letting you in the house that's where I think I'm stuck on this too okay is that I'm going all right the kid's home and the kid's safe and yeah there were infractions I, I agree. Mm -hmm. And you have and, and there needs to be some sort of boundary set, all that, I think. But if we go, you know what? You made it home and home is now safe, not safe home base. Why come home? You're like next time. OK, well, you made me sit outside, sleep outside anyway. I don't know if it really gets the point across in the way that you're planning. I know what you're saying. Okay. I will say this, though. I think the kid will answer the phone at least next time if he's running late. You know what? That, that's, okay. that's the thing. It's like it was the effort was made, I feel, on the mom's part. Fair yeah. enough. And they're like, oh, well, I'll just blow it off. She won't care. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, maybe. I, oh, oh I, oh, I don't care. You're, I don't know where you are on Christmas Eve. Fair enough. You're Fair supposed enough. to be home with the family. <laughs> this is forced family fun time, and you get here for it. <laughs> I just remember there was a time when I was I was younger than this. And I when I was growing up in Arizona, my mom said, call when you get to your friend's house. Mm -hmm. And I got to my friend's house. Fine. Did not call. Mm -hmm. My mom called me there. I answered the phone. She's like, oh, you're safe. Right. Cool. Great. Have fun. When you get home, I'm taking your bike for three months. Oh, OK. Well, that's a lot. Right. <laughs> that's excessive. But that's excessive. But I think that that made more sense even though it was excessive, then sleep outside. Like if my mom had said, you made it over to your safe, you live there now, you know, kind of thing. That's what I think is closer to equate to the, or if I got home and she's like, well, you didn't call. Now you can't come in the house. I don't see how that gets the point. But me going, oh, I did get the point that I, I'm like, and she was serious. She kept my, she locked it up in the garage. Yep. You got that. Would it be better if the mom put him in the garage? Is it because that would be, that would be locked and it would be a little more safe. Is that more of the issue? Possibly. Like you're, you're worried that the, the possibly that the kid could get kidnapped. Yes, in you the know, backyard, or is in some sort of unsafe environment, like all night. You know, we just don't raise our kids to be woodsy like that. They barely camp. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> so the fact that we're like, you know, we're now in a situation that for numerous hours you were out there. Like I wouldn't be able to sleep. You know, oh, I you would know, probably kind of be looking through the window. I probably, night. I'd probably be monitoring the kid. But so I'm just, I'm basically, I'm punishing myself. Right. That's it. <laughs> Kind of in a way, yeah. You're right. You're right. I don't know. We'll see. I just think that there are lots of harsh ways out there that aren't just sleep in the woods in the backyard. It was probably a very nice treehouse, and she probably gave him the good blankets. But yeah. I don't know. Ah, if you have an opinion, you can always hit us up. I'm uh, at Miss Shannon Shannon with an A on Twitter. Tiffany, Tiffany the comic, and you can get a hold of us all the time. Go to mytalk1071.com. Donna and Steve show. We're gonna be right back here on My Talk 1071.